If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. I am your host, Arden Moore. The theme for today's show is spooky and spectacular. First, the spooky part. With Halloween just around the corner, the timing is perfect for our first guest. Award-winning pet author Dusty Rainbow is here to talk about her latest book. It's called Ghost Cats 2. And later in the show, we chat with renowned veterinarian Dr. Zach Pilosoff, who will dish out some creative ways to keep your pet at an ideal weight and give us the real buzz on safely using cannabis for our pets. But first up, I think it's time to, you know, cuddle up with your cat in a cozy recliner, dim the lights just a tad, and be prepared to take on pages of chills and thrills. Dusty Rainbow is an award-winning pet author. She writes both fiction and nonfiction. She really does her homework. And she makes those words on the pages just leap out. Her latest book is called Ghost Cats 2, More Encounters with Feline Spirits. Please give pause and applause to my good friend, Dusty Rainbow. Hey, welcome to the show, Dusty. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here, and congratulations on your new show. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, you are a very prolific writer, both of fiction and nonfiction, and I'm trying to, like, how many books have you got done, girl? Oh, I, I have authored or co-authored 14. Nice, so, nice. Not as many as you, but... Well, that's okay. I have not ever done fiction, so (laughs) I can't do that. Now, you're hail from uh, Flower Mound, Texas. Uh Uh, Shout out to your husband, Weems, a very good photographer in his own right. And in your book, I love how you describe that you and Weems have shared your unhaunted home with cats and an occasional dog. So how did you even think, hey, I'm not only going to write one book on ghost cats, I'm going to write two, and we may be starting a whole series of ghost pets. Tell us what motivated, what happened. 
Well, I, I actually had a single encounter back years ago. We had a, a cute little foster kitten. His name was Maynard, and he had a Maynard G. Krebs uh, goatee. <laughs> oh, gosh, I get that reference. I, I, I am old. Okay, good. <laughs> and he had the little goatee, so he kind of looked like him. And he was adorable. But while we were out of town, his condition tumbled. And so my best friend had to have him put to sleep. And when you do foster kittens, when you do bottle babies, you don't have time to sit there and dwell. Right. So oh. a month later, had new litters of kittens, had to take care of them, had new crises. And uh, one night I felt a cat jump in the bed and little footprints like you do every night. Right. Except this one laid down on my ankles and that was Maynard's place. I mean, oh. it seems like the most uncomfortable place in the house, but that's where he slept was on my crossed ankles. And whatever this was, did that. He wow. walked across, <laughs> laid on my ankles and I looked, there was nothing there. We had enough uh, moonlight seeping through that I could see there was nothing visibly there. Wow. Well, let's move fast forward because okay. this book, is you write in it, it's dedicated to, quote, everyone who has dismissed that shadow out mm -hmm. of the corner of their eye or felt an invisible cat jump on the bed. You're not crazy, you say. You're blessed. Yes. Well put, Dusty, well put. So this book, this is the sequel to Ghost Cats. Uh -huh. And I like that you sort of get it into like sections or chapters, and each one has a tale to tell, many tales in each one. I mean, section one is guardian angels. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, section five, you've got a whole section called not my ghost cat. <laughs> my so, favorite. <laughs> yeah. So when you are doing this, what was the what was the thought behind how you crafted the organization? Because you did a lot of legwork. You interviewed people from all over, didn't you? I did. I've got stories from Australia. I've got stories, I think, from Germany. Um, I've got a lady who's from Spain. So there, there are stories from all over the world and certainly all over the country. And, uh, you know, I just got the acquired the stories because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, well, how do people get hold of you? Do they go? To, I love your publishing company. Stupid. What is it? <laughs> Stupid Gravity Press. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so you're kind of on the hunt for more ghost tales too, aren't you? I, I am. And uh, they can reach me through my website, through Stupid Gravity Press website, through my Facebook page, Dusty Rainbolt. You also have DustyCatWriter.com, right? I do. Okay. I All do. right. So I like that because it's going to, you, you're going to be spinning a tale. I mean, is Halloween one of your favorite holidays or not? Oh, it's oh, I so love Halloween. We set up an entire uh, cemetery in our, our front yard. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Well, hope you give out good candy. But oh, I want I don't want to give away all the different tales, but I went through it and I wanted to see before the break if you could first talk about one of the ones in the first chapter. And that one has to do with let me see if I get it right. All right. It's called Cat on the Wall. It's the, it's the, it's the name uh, of the story. Mm -hmm. And it's about an, a, a man named Charlie who really never had pets for most of his life and fell in love with a cat named Schlepper. 
Schleffer, yeah. Is it okay to give away a little of this one? Because we're not giving Absolutely. away every story. So Absolutely. let's talk about that because this one is called Cat on the Wall. Set us up. What's going on? Well, uh, Charlie's daughter had uh, uh, talked him into getting a, a cat. And Charlie didn't like animals. He didn't, he didn't want to go to all the trouble. And Schleffer immediately fell in love with him. He became, <laughs> she became uh, Charlie's cat. And he was in and his 60s at the time, right? He, he was. And, you know, we all age. And um, uh, I mean, the, they would find him on the floor on all fours playing with the cat. Nice. And, See, uh, living proof that real men love cats. Absolutely. So Schlepper did, you know, die as, as you know, they do. Mm -hmm. And uh, shortly after her death, he had a massive stroke and he was not expected to live. And so while he was in the rehab center, she was on the. Well, you cat. said that Carol and uh, I think uh, another friend, Florence, Carol and Florence uh -huh. were in the rehabilitation center. He was there. And what did they see out the window? Well, they didn't see it out the oh. window. They were leaving him uh, after his first day. Oh, there. okay. Okay. They had, they had got him all tucked in. And, and as they were leaving, there was a, a black cat, the exact size, shape, everything, Ooh. fur uh, of Schlepper on the wall right outside his room. So after they saw that, what happened to Charlie's recovery progress? Well, uh, hope they had been hopeless, but Charlie began to improve and he even was able to start talking again, which they gave no hope wow. of that. And he walked with assistance. Uh, with a uh, uh, crutches, so you know he did so much better after that. What and do you cat, think? I, you know, I, I think that somehow he must have felt her presence, but she was staring intently into the window. It oh. wasn't just sitting there; she was staring at him, and they wow. never saw that cat again. And they never told him, did they? No, they never told him. Wow! Hey, everybody, we're speaking with a very great writer who does her homework, and her name is Dusty Rainbow. We're talking about her latest book. It's called Ghost Cats 2. And we're going to dive into a couple more. Hold it up, girl. On Ghost Cats 2, we're going to talk more after we take this break. So sit, her. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life, and they're finally here. Arden has two new books. Pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here unleashing my latest books to help you better understand why your pets are doing what they're doing. The books are called The Dog Behavior Answer Book and The Cat Behavior Answer Book. Does your dog have you begging for answers? Are you confounded by your cat's actions? You have questions. I have the answers. The books are in a question and answer format. So make sure to get your paws on the Dog Behavior Answer Book and the Cat Behavior Answer Book. Available now at Amazon.com, other great book outlets, and of course, our website, FourLeggedLife.com. Pause up. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Ardenmore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm having a blast talking to my good friend, Dusty Rainbow. Uh, the latest book she has crafted is called Ghost Cats 2. There's tons of stories in five different sections. And I'm going to delve into another story or two, if that's okay with you, Dusty. Sure. All right. So in section three, it's called Family Reunions. Mm-hmm. I love the tale about Disco Cat. Woo! <laughs> if anybody can see me, I am a very poor disco dancer. Um, but uh, this was, and I love it because it was not only seen, but there was some foul smell too associated mm -hmm. with this cat. You want to tell us quickly a little bit about this cat? Well, uh, also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you could, uh, they heard, they heard things too. Yes. Disco, oh, the bell on the collar. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Disco, uh, again, long lived cat. And uh, the, the lady had had different issues. And then uh, during COVID, a friend of hers uh, got a divorce and the friend had a new baby. She moved in to help out and, and help with the finances and such. Well, Disco was quite an elderly little kitty by that time, and she was having issues associated with kidney disease, which means you often yeah, that's a vomit. Big, big, yeah, yeah, you well, vomit. Okay. Don't <laughs> I love this. Saying. I'm glad this isn't a scratch and sniff episode, but keep going. <laughs> but not. So anyway, they had to put her to sleep, but the good news is she was able to watch the birds as all this was happening from the the picture window over the lake. So it was, it was a very nice. lovely thing. Nice send off. Nice send off. And uh, later on, the woman said she was surprised because she thought she should have been sad and she wasn't. Huh. And then shortly after that, she and her fiance moved into their own apartment and then she felt sad. But before they moved, Try as she may, they couldn't seem to get the smell of kitty puke out of the <laughs> out of the apartment. They scrubbed the floor. I mean, wow. everything was completely clean, but every now and then you just get that whiff. And uh, then they moved out, and the babysitter said that she heard a bell ringing. The, the oh. kitty had always worn this bell. And uh, the, the babysitter heard the bell in the baby's room. And so Whoa. she would look, the baby's sound asleep. There's nothing. But on several occasions, this bell was heard. For whom the bell purrs. It absolutely <laughs> does. And then the fiancé, Zach, he actually shared what he experienced, right? He did. And, and so after she realized that uh, she was sad after she moved because the cat had been with her, Disco had been with her. And then eventually Disco moved over to their new home. So it was uh, just one of those super happy stories. And uh, I just I just love that there's no longer separation between the two. Yeah, because I think you made it really clear at the beginning of the book that you do believe that we will see our pets again, don't you? 
Absolutely. I, you know, I, my mother always told me that. And I do. After my experience, I believe that's true. And then what I love, just a little dessert at the end. You actually have a whole section called <laughs> Move Over Trip Advisor. You've got Ghost Cat <laughs> Travel Guide. Tell us about that section. I do. Uh, there are a number of places. Arizona has a lot of ghost cats wow. at their hotels. Okay. And, uh, there's one in Jerome, I guess a couple in Jerome. Yep. There, there are some in Jerome and, uh, you know, they, I don't know that they really know the history of the cat, but, but, uh, the, the cats climb on the bed with the, the guests <laughs> and, and sometimes you hear them meow and, and Weems and I even had an experience at a place called the Faust in San Antonio. And I talk about that in the, the first book. Yeah. And we brought catnip and cat balls <laughs> and such. And he actually saw uh, the cat ball move. Whoa. So, well, it sounds like a ghost cats aren't nasty cats. Ghost cats seem to be pretty wanting to play, wanting to give you some reassurance. What's your takeaway from the, all the research you've done on ghost cat and ghost cats too? What, what's your message you want to tell folks? Well, um, originally I had planned on including scary stories. And uh, the truth is ghost cats are not scary. The only time that the incidents were scary were when they were perceived by children. Oh. And they didn't really understand what was going on. And uh, there are a couple of stories in Ghost Cats, too, that people say, oh, that was kind of scary. But the entity that was frightening was never the cat. It was a non-human entity wow. that the cat might have been protecting the person from. So how do people get their paws on Ghost Cats, too? Well, you can get it through Amazon. It's available on Kindle and uh, in paperback. And in October 1st, it'll be available in hardback for all your your friends who you'd like to share. Perfect for the Halloween gift, don't you think? Uh, absolutely. And also for uh, Christmas. Hey, why yeah. not? That's right. That's right. But, so people want to know a little bit more about you, Dusty. We have a couple minutes left. Okay. I mean, you have worn many collars in the pet world. You were the former president of the Cat Writers Association. Mm -hmm. um, you and I, we've worked together on oh, some yeah. publications. I mean, what is it about writing and cats that have made this a lifelong journey of greatness? Well, you know, first of all, I love cats. My my husband Weems loves cats, so yep. that's something you and I love cats yep. together. So anyway, but it's and you've rescued. I think there was an astounding figure in your bio. How many cats and kittens have you fostered and uh, helped uh, raise? Bottle feeding, even there's a pretty big number there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I quit counting at about 2,500. Oh, she quit counting everybody at 2,500. Wow, that, that's a lot of names you got to come up with. <laughs> but I mean, that's over, that's over 30-something years. So. Yes, yes. And we would do litters. We would do entire litters at a time. And, you know, you raise them and then they go away and then you get another litter. So, you know, <laughs> over, over 30 years, it's, it's that's not decent. that ridiculous. In that, uh, yeah. But you also do great work in nonfiction. Mm -hmm. And I do want to do a shout out to one of your books that I, I really think is number one in its field. And that one is CSI. You want to give the whole title to that? It's called Cat Scene Investigator, Solving Your Cat's Litter Box Mystery. 
and it's on how to overcome litter box issues and why cats do it. And the reasons are legion. You can't just say, oh, clean the litter more often or scoop the litter. No, more you've often. interviewed scientists, veterinarians with Vanna White initials after their name. Everything yeah. is documented. It is a great book that really explains why cats sometimes pee in areas we think is inappropriate, but they have their very good reasons, right? Absolutely. Cat, there's a reason for everything they do, just like there's a reason for everything we do. And once you understand the reason why they're missing the box or whatever, then you can take steps and, and uh, rectify the situation. Well, Dusty, I can't believe the time is gone, but I really, really wish you much success with Ghost Cats 2. Everybody get your paws on it. It has a lot of great stories and you can read it out loud to your cat, right, Dusty? You can, and it's kid-friendly. So. All right. <laughs> anyway, thank you for having me. I've had a wonderful time. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me, DustyCatRider.com or StupidGravityPress.com. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to renowned veterinarian, Dr. Zach Pilosoff, who will dish out some creative ways to keep your pet at an ideal weight and give us the real buzz on safely using cannabis for our pets. So sit, purr, we'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Hey, does your dog have more waddle than wiggle? Is your cat starting to look like a hairy ottoman? I mean, extra pounds on our pets can take a toll on their health in so, so many ways. Helping us address this weighty issue is one of the country's most talented veterinarians. Please give pause and applause to the one and only Dr. Zach Pilosoff. Welcome to the show, Dr. Zach. Hello there. This is great. I'm so excited. You know, All I would right. think of the show a little bit. It's crazy. But so he's, many good He's been working nonstop, ladies and gents, and we're glad he's here. And he does wear many stethoscopes in the pet world. He is an ER veterinarian. He's licensed to practice, I think, in like nine states and counting. Is that right? Yep, that's right. He's regarded as a global expert on using the cannabis on pets. I got your attention there, didn't I? And he is a fear-free certified professional. I am also in the fear-free pet family. So it's nice to have a colleague, but he's got DVM after his name. I mean, wow, wow, there is so much to cover, Dr. Zach. But let's, let's just dive in. I mean, COVID-19 for many of us meant 19 extra pounds. I don't know what happened, but an extra pound on small and, and medium breeds is a big deal. And so... In October, uh, there is actually one of my favorite holidays, National Pet Obesity Awareness Day. I think every day of every year has a holiday, don't you think? 
They, they're running out of days. You know, they are. they're going to be going. The morning will be and the afternoon. So I know you're helping out the healthy paws, pet insurance folks kind of get the message across. But you're a veterinarian. A pet comes waddling into the exam room. And uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah. So uh, there's two things. Number one, first, I'm, you know, a lot of that's actually straight away from this conversation. But I'm very OK with letting you know that okay. I'm excited to have this conversation because the best news that comes with obesity is that it is one of the few diseases that we actually have a cure for, which yes. is a great sign and a great, um, I guess, detail about obesity, even though it's something that maybe people kind of stray away from talking about or, or are hesitant to address. But it is something we can cure with a few proper measures that actually okay. can be reversed in a short period of time. So and I'm thinking point. about it. The cat, the cat or the dog isn't grabbing the car keys going through McDonald's saying, supersize me, are they? Unfortunately, no, that's not. We are kind of the culprits. Let's love them yeah. to death by overfeeding. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard psychological thing. We give them a treat. It's, it makes us feel good. But, right. It does. It makes us feel better. Yeah. That they're happy. But there are other ways to make your animal happy. And there, and the longevity you will get from understanding the risks of obesity and the more time you may get with your pet is something that I think is something to be excited about. All right. So I know there it's kind of an epidemic, isn't it? You got some stats you want to share? Yeah. So uh, and these stats kind of are mirrored of the human side, unfortunately. So um, but about uh, two thirds, I think it's somewhere in the 60 to 65 percent range of pets wow. are um, overweight or obese. And then about a little over a third of pets are significantly clinically obese meaning that um, their body condition score is somewhere above 25% more than what they need, meaning they have 25% more fat than would be necessary in a situation. And that takes a toll on every part of the body. So I have a furry Brady Bunch. I got married five years ago and we merged everybody. And mm -hmm. I know every time I go to see my veterinarian, shout out to Dr. Deborah Charles at Casa Linda in Dallas, Texas, we mm -hmm. have the doggies go on the scale and the kitties go on the scale. Mm -hmm. And I always am happy because there's not deviation, maybe an ounce or two, right? right. But um, I like, that's being a little proactive. You're getting to weigh your pet because people don't normally weigh their pet at home, do they? No, not at all. Not unless they're instructed by a veterinarian that's trying to manage it and usually trying to gain backtrack from somewhere we don't want to be. And so what are some things that we can do at home to start realizing, uh-oh, um, I got to name my dog Chubby Checker. <laughs> it is hard, right? Because, you you know, especially when you're seeing an animal, a human or an animal, every single yeah. day, you, start, you lose track of it. So, you know, sometimes you, you got to give yourself a break. And again, that's yeah. the good part about being obesity, being something we can reverse in most situations. Um, but, you know, ultimately, the two things you can do is, yes, you can weigh your pets at home once a month, you know, okay. if that, maybe even maybe more frequently. But if you can figure out the the factor on the scale at home and you can zero out where your weight is and you can just hold them usually and bring them on there. Or if it's a bigger dog, you know, just walk them up on the scale. At the same time, you can always just walk into your vet's office. I'm sure most vets are within yeah. a 15 minute radius That's of your a house. Good idea. That's a you great idea. Weigh him. Just be like, hey guys, just walking in. Want to get a treat for Fluffy back here and just want to get his weight, make sure everything's good. <laughs> and then third, in almost every vet practice, they have a chart on the wall that will show you different points that veterinarians use and vet yes. nurses and assistants in order to assess. It's not just a visual thing. There are 
points on the body that you can assess at home and you can get a, a tracking log over time. To just so, for example, you should be able to feel their ribs, right? Correct. Yep. That's one of the classic ones. Yep. There shouldn't be a wiggle jiggle on the side. There should wiggle be- jiggle. That's the scientific yeah. veterinary diagnosis. Good one, <laughs> Dr. Zach. A little bit, you know, a little bit of like a, an, uh, an undulation over the ribs in, in most situations. Yes. And I think anybody, any sentient being that has packing on too much weight, they get tired more easily, don't they? Yeah, for a variety of reasons, um, you know, aside from the physics, which I definitely won't <laughs> go into. But, um, but yes, absolutely. I mean, there's there's that weight that takes a toll on the musculoskeletal system, the cardiovascular system, and then, you know, any other, and there's organ systems that will have, you know, I guess, effects later on in life. So, um, yeah, it takes a toll on your pet and it does shorten lifespan significantly in a variety of ways. So what are a couple things we can do? I, I always jokingly say to folks, the Cool Whip Bowl is not a cup. Of kibble, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what can we do to really be a little more proactive and and up the exercise and 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 watch the food? How can we do it strategically? Yeah, exactly. So again, uh, the recommendations in general are similar to the human side. It's going to come down to proper diet and exercise. And when it comes to the first, the topic of diet, which probably is you know three quarters of the conversation. Yes. Um, you know, right now there is a lot of a, a switch in some people's minds to a fresh whole food diet mm-hmm. aspect, which is going to, in many respects, offer um, a bit more of a healthful side. But it sometimes does take a bit more effort. So whether you want to go through yeah. um, talking to your veterinarian about that, or sometimes. Other veterinarians will do consultations that'll piggyback with your vet so you can have two relationships in veterinary medicine. It's definitely legal and allowed. (laughs) Um, You can get consults with people that are comfortable with food medicine or food therapy or establishing a diet that's a proactive preventative approach rather than waiting till the animal is maybe obese. So fresh whole foods are good even if you're not going to switch the whole diet, even as a supplementation. So the number one reason we see pets really get overweight is not actually because of the diet they're getting. It's actually what they're getting in addition to that. So, oh, table scraps, table, table scraps for two hundred, yeah. Doctor Zach. Give me a yeah. couple of good ta- people foods that are healthy for a cat or a dog, and two that no, 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 no. Absolutely. So the ones that are are really great actually um, are um, a small amount of one ingredient meats that you can use. So for example, boiled turkey or even a bit of scrambled egg is good. Oh, nice. And I love fruits and veggies. I mean, they are low in calorie. They have huge health benefits. They're high in fiber, most of them. So it helps to control glucose curves. And a lot of them are crunchy and that will help to oh, dogs, splash. especially like that. That's it's right, radio. Exactly. I got to make sound effects. Got it. My little one <laughs> loves watermelon. And she doesn't drink a lot at the water bowl. So I'm hoping I call it WTM for Miss M. And so she comes running and gets her watermelon. Is that a good food uh, treat? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's really, there's a limited number of fruits and vegetables I could even think of that are not good for your pets. The three that I talk about the most of are uh, blueberries, you know, fresh blueberries. Because they have the highest concentration um, in general of antioxidants. And actually there was some study that comes out that a lot of um, integrated vets you like to use, but you can live up to seven percent longer if you have a diet that incorporates a dose or dose um, a serving of blueberries that are fresh um, every single day. So the amount of antioxidants is great. All right, um, that's you- good. Hey, hey we're going to be 
taking a quick break. We're talking with oh, Dr. Uh, Zach Pilosoff, and he's talking about diving into diets. And then we're also going to talk about a pretty big topic that has a lot of misinformation and confusion, obviously, because it's cannabis. And so we'll be right back. So sit, stay. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life, and they're finally here. Arden has two new books. Pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here, unleashing my latest books to help you better understand why your pets are doing what they're doing. The books are called The Dog Behavior Answer Book and The Cat Behavior Answer Book. Does your dog have you begging for answers? Are you confounded by your cat's actions? You have questions. I have the answers. The books are in a question and answer format. So make sure to get your paws on the Dog Behavior Answer Book and the Cat Behavior Answer Book. Available now at Amazon.com, other great book outlets, and of course, our website, FourLeggedLife.com. Paws up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. And don't forget, we post all of our guest interviews plus lots of other goodies to the Arden Moore YouTube channel. Arden Moore YouTube channel. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. I'm talking with Dr. Zach Pilosoff. Yes, it. what is your name pronounced? You have a technique. What do you say to people when they try to... Soft pillow backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Literally. that's great. That's great. So um, let's talk about a topic that I've done stories on the use of uh, cannabis in pets. You know, you go to any of these global uh, pet expos, uh, super zoos, these big pet trades, and there's a lot of booths that have CBD oil and and all this. And, and pet parents want to know the real skinny on what's going on. And I understand, aren't you have some kind of... Uh, anointment certification in cannabis i mean i'm talking from a veterinary standpoint not chicken chong yeah yeah so i i, I did actually become uh, engrossed in the rabbit hole many years ago <laughs> right you know in, in ratio to my life uh, and uh, yes I, I i did i i kind of right away knew that the goal would be education first in that sector yes. versus um you know, I guess jumping onto a con- company and trying to be like associated with them and, and take advantage of that, I guess, if that makes sense. So, so uh, let's yeah. start from square one. I mean, I'm not going to share a marijuana joint. I don't have one in the house or a gummy bear with uh, Kona, my dog or Casey, my cat. Right. Because yeah. of the what THC. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, again, every I can tell I can talk about every single minute detail that comes with the talk about cannabis and okay. help to alleviate a bit of fear behind it and then help to 
make people a bit more comfortable with it. So yes, I would so like that because they there's there's medicinal medicinal benefits, but you have to get the right amount with the right. I mean, let's just start from square one. Yes or no? Do you think cannabis is going to be something that more and more veterinarians are going to be working with their pet parents on in a safe manner? Uh, yeah, hundred hundred and ten percent. I mean, and why? Because right now, we're just trying to figure out on the vet side. Yes, you know, we we can't always just wait for the FDA to come through with their regulatory side. We what we have to do on the vet side is be comfortable with doing our due diligence, and okay. on the pet parent side, doing our due diligence in order to um be able to sift through the products out there that are not great and find this collection, the small handful that we can use with a confidence level of knowing that what they say is on the label is there and what so shouldn't be. Do, do our homework for us, if you don't mind. So what what is a person looking for, again, working with their veterinarian that would say this this particular type of cannabis may be good for my dog or cat? Right. So essentially, there's three main points. There's many okay. more if you want to dive into it, but there's three main. Number one is the company should have a very public certificate of analysis, which essentially tells us what's in that product, meaning okay. that there is a laboratory, third-party laboratory tested document, which Good. says this is what's in it, active active molecules, active biomolecules, and these adulterants are not in it. That is the most important way because it's Excellent. the best method for us to say this product is both safe and potentially effective. And, and the key phrase was third-party tested. <laughs> okay, keep going. 100%. Uh, the second one is um, the products we use for pets are going to be hemp derived. So meaning that the point, the THC level is 0.3% or less. It has to be legally is that the company you use since remember we're, we're out here on our own. They're out there on their own. We need to be able to screen the company itself. So we need to contact them. We need to talk to them. We'd be like, Hey, where are you sourcing your plants from? Is it really hemp derived? And can you prove that? Okay. So that's number two. Okay. All right. And then number three, Obviously, you have to look at your specific state's restrictions. And the reason why I say this is because 47 states, 48 states are really okay with us using full spectrum CBD products for our pets. And when I say full spectrum, meaning that it has that legal amount of THC in it, but it does have THC because THC is extremely medicinal when it's used properly. Yes, um, and in a certain amount. And it's a big word and it's a psychogenic agent, right? Exactly. And it's no different than any other drug, right? We use yeah. um, anti-inflammatories. We use NSAIDs all the time. And if you use it at that right dose for a couple of days, you feel great. You know, that ankle doesn't hurt anymore. But if you take 10 times that amount, you're going to, you know, shoot out your kidneys and <laughs> yeah. kill your liver. It's just like every other substance. So this huge fear we have of THC, when in actuality, there's one fact that will never change until someone does some research, but no animal, human or not, has ever died from THC when it's not been synthetically or synthetically derived or adulterated. Wow. So it causes psychoactive effects, yes, at higher doses, but it has never killed an animal unless it was synthetically adulterated or concentrated to a form that isn't okay. safe. So one, third-party testing, two, hemp derived and know where it's coming. What's the third point? And the third was, you know, know your state veterinary oh. medical board's regulations. And, you know, that's yeah. more for the veterinary side, but, you know, that hits the legal side, the safety side, and the efficacy side. And I try to, you know, make one point for each of those three. And mm -hmm. if you do that, then you have a great chance of finding a product through trial and error that's going to work for your animal. Now, there's there's different uses of, uh, of cannabis on our pets. And some are, and you're in the Fear Free Pet Program, which is all about reducing fear, anxiety, and stress. So tell us about how cannabis may help uh, a dog or a cat 
with some emotional issues because a lot of us are going back to the work and there's some home alone pets going, Oh, where's mom? Where's dad? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously everything has a multimodal approach to it. So I always start out with that. And I say, I'm not saying that this full spectrum CBD product is going to cure your pet of its anxiety. But if you look at, and I got to say, I just gave a presentation at a conference and okay. it's always the dry part. It's like, why is this going to work? And I, but I love talking about that because people are like, ah, this thing is supposed to help with everything. Like that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, it does because yes. let's look at it. So there's four or five parts of your brain where emotion and or stress, fear, anxiety are created and then are magnified. And there are receptors for um, phytocannabinoids as well as endocannabinoids, cannabinoids you make yourself in your body that exist in those sites at high concentrations, actually the highest concentrations. So okay. part of the brain or your emotional brain or your memory area of where you store memories long-term, it has receptors for, for phytocannabinoids and they piggyback with your receptors in there wow. to help reduce the amount of excitation that your, your nervous cells are making in there. So it helps to just modulate and keep your body closer to homeostasis or back balance. So this is fascinating. I, I know, I hope you'll be willing to come back on the show too, because I, I think we're just getting a little bit of the iceberg of what is all Zach, Dr. Zach Pilosoff. <laughs> and I love your name. I love your name. Um, yeah. I, I mean, what, what do you see yourself in five years doing? Where is Dr. Zach going to be in five years? Oh, goodness. That's, that's a big question. Uh, well, you know, my, my focus is to kind of start taking all the education that I've learned from amazing veterinarians that are, you know, years ahead of me in the integrative medicine space and have uh, opened up a, a um, wellness center. That's going to awesome. be a bit, a bit bougie, you know, it'll be very high end, but I like the word bougie. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> but it will be, um, it's going to combine not only just um, holistic and conventional veterinary medicine, but I've, through the years, learned a lot about human medicine and things that are definitely safe to bring over here. Um, so um, there are a lot of therapies and modalities that I have become pretty comfortable with that I'm very willing and ready to incorporate into VetSide to promote um, preventative and proactive longevity of pets. Um, awesome. So yeah. how can people find out more about you, Dr. Zach? What's the best way for them to find you? So um, as a per diem vet, I'm very hard to find. Okay. <laughs> but um, I actually just, um, well, Healthy Paws obviously um, has, is where I have to thank them because they. Yeah, let, we got to say, you got to say it. Healthy yeah. Paws Pet Insurance, right? There you go. Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. And the reason, again, the reason I, I love being kind of associated with them is they are a company, but they are education focused as well. And any company that does that, um, whether it's a CBD company or an insurance company or anything like that, if a company is showing interest in educating the population of people that they're also willing to help, then that to me is a green light. Let's see more. Um, so, healthy so I pause. think they're they're on Facebook at Go Healthy Pause. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And for you, you're on Facebook too, or is that a good place? We just got a few seconds left. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, and then I actually just launched a company that is an integrative telehealth company with um, the first vegan luxury holistic hair and skincare <laughs> line for pets. I'm okay. vegan myself. Yep. Um, which is called Naked Pet. So if you want to check it pet? out. Yeah, oh, Naked Pet? Oh, you had me at Naked, Dr. Zach. <laughs> oh, but it's with a Y. It's oh. naked, N-A-Y-K-E-D-P-E-T.com. And that's literally launching this month because I wanted to launch it after that conference. So, All right. Yeah. We're going to check that out. Hey, everybody. We've had a great show today. I want to give a big pause up to our guest, uh, author Dusty Rainbow, and, of course, Dr. Zach Pilosoff. I also want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Tevra, the makers of great pet products, Tevra Pet. That's T-E-V-R-A Pet.com.
And thanks you all, Pet Pals, for tuning in from stations coast to coast. You can subscribe fourleggedlife.com. And until next time, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week. 